0: Good morning. Hi, it's Melinda from Hoping There Was None. How are you doing today? Well, I told you I was come back on and this is about self-sabotage. Self, self there are at least 11 things and there's probably more that people do and I am guilty of this, of doing to myself in order to not get the success I need, not to, to kind of stall my self-care and that healing journey and I've done it. I've, I'm guilty. So w- let's just... And i look at some of these, too. And I do have some infographs. And you know I love infographs. So we are going to talk about the self-sabotage. What is it? What does it look like? So first off, have you? are you ever guilty? Uh, let's say someone pays you a compliment. Let's say they like your hair or your clothes. Um, or maybe they just say you did a good job. Perhaps you might have a response that is going to be like, oh, they might say, oh, your hair looks nice today. You know, did you do something different? You're like, No, I really didn't. It's just the same old hair. Or yeah, this old shirt, I got it at a resale shop. Or um, they might dumb it down. Oh, the shirt, it's got a hole in it. This one doesn't. It's nice. It's new. I bought it at Willow Switch. I treated myself to an early birthday present. Sorry. (laughs) But I'm just giving you an example. These are things that we might say in order just to kind of downplay it. Rather than accepting that beautiful gift that someone has given us and taking that in and just saying thank you. I receive that, thank you. You just blow it off. And when you do that, that actually does a couple things. One, you're not embracing that, what a person just gave you, but also that other person might come away with like, wow, maybe they're doing something like a random act of kindness, and they, of course, gen- you've got to genuinely believe that they're coming to you at a place of love. They're not just saying it because they don't mean it. Um, have I ever said things that I don't mean? Yeah, I probably have. I can think of one instance off the top of my head. It was somebody's hair color and it was really, really bright. I mean, not that, like I said, I'm not perfect. It was really bright and it really kind of made the lady look washed out. But you could tell she felt good about it. So when I said, hey, I really, you know, did you do something different with your hair? And they know she did. That really looks nice. It's not something I would do, but it was something that apparently made her feel good and that compliment went a long way. So I did say it, you know, I didn't say it just to be wishy-washy or just to say it's like, Wow, and you can ha you can still see that confidence that she had, even though, like I said, it wasn't for me. But she just exuded this confidence, and I think that's amazing. So you know, you just kind of blow off. You can't accept those compliments, even though again they might be meaning well. You just don't accept it. You're just like, yeah, right. They don't really mean it. Perhaps you've heard that in your past. Somebody has paid you a compliment, but then they took it back, and uh, they didn't mean it. So the thought of being nice. Or having or someone saying something would just kinda step me just stop me in my in my track. You know, more coffee. Hold on, second. We need more coffee. Uh, And I had the feeling sometimes that I would have to compare myself to others. So it's a little bit of the um, imposter syndrome and and just that comparison with others. Um, My inner bully would just whisper things to me that maybe I was wasting my time, that I wasn't good enough, I don't look good enough, um, I don't know what I'm speaking about or talking about. Who are you to give advice or do videos? Who are you to do this? Um, Even if I'm excited about something and I love the prospect of new plans or activities, I would go so far as to cancel whatever it was. I might procrastinate a deadline so much or something so much that I just miss out on that opportunity to do something big or do something I really wanted to do. Um, I might purposely bomb an interview, and I've done that. I purposely bombed an interview. This is way back. But I did that on purpose because I was scared. A failure of doing a business idea, launching, and I am guilty of that now. I've got been doing the coaching thing for a long time here, but I actually went and have been doing some things to... Um, expand on that to get certification and so on. I haven't launched my coaching. I haven't came up with that membership course that I have wanted because in the back of my mind, I'm self-sabotaging. So I'm guilty of this myself and it's something that I'm working on. But is any of this something relatable to you? Have you done anything like this in your past or are you currently doing anything like these? Now, it can happen to anybody. It's mistreating yourself, okay? And you, especially if you're trying to recover from toxic relationships, you can have these seeds that are planted. And I'm looking over here because my notes are over here. You are, you have these seeds that are planted in your mind. Now, rather than, ooh, I just thought of something. I'm reading um, through some things here, through the Bible, I'm talking about wheat and tares, how there's a parable that talks about how there is this uh, neighbor, and I'm just kind of paraphrasing here, that comes through this person that's a good person, comes through their field, and that person had, the good person had just went ahead and spread all this beautiful wheat, and it's looking great, and it's getting ready for the next harvest. It hasn't started growing yet, but they just laid all that seed down. While well, this bad person's coming through. That neighbor that's maybe a little jealous comes on through, and he lays all these tears. Well, the tears are weed seeds, and so this is how... Thank you, Lord, how I'm going to sprinkle that on. So I have been laying these great plans to do this business launch, to do these activities. Maybe it's to go somewhere, friend's party is coming up. I'm so excited and pumped up to do all these things. And then all of a sudden, maybe it's uh, my ex or perhaps it's just a toxic coworker. Maybe it is just my inner meanie spreading those tears, those weed seeds all in my field. And so rather than get that abundant harvest that I'm really excited about, I might just get a garden of weeds. Well, in the parable, what happens is they do reap everything. They're able to go ahead and separate that burn those dang weed seeds, and so you can do that literally in your mind. Just take up, we're going to pluck up all those weed seeds and all those plants once they are starting, because we don't even want them to grow in our mind, but we're going to sprinkle some, some maybe some vinegar and salt on those, and again, this is all <laughs> literally, but you're going to pull up those things and start doing things for yourself in order to heal for yourself, okay, in order to get that self-love, you know, just to kind of black out those, and it's hard, I know, y'all, I know, it's hard to pull up those weed Weed seeds and pull up those young sprouts, but it is something that we really need to do. You might have to pause, just take a moment, like, Oh, I know what I'm doing. And when you start realizing that, when you actually start digging in and realizing, Wow, I recognize that for what it is, I recognize those weed seeds that I just planted, and you pull them out, okay? While they're still seeds, just pull those puppies out. So now. You might be well within your healing journey, and you could still get be getting triggers that are maybe uh, sprinkling those weed seeds of self-doubt, self-destruction, self-harm even. So how to begin the repair is just, again, recognize that you, especially if you can't break away from your abuser, but you can start changing your thoughts, your patterns. Um, you can't Change that person, okay? But you can change you. Again, you can change your thoughts, your patterns, uh, in order to begin that healing process. Now, if you're looking, ask yourself a few questions. Am I overlooking? Maybe it's the self-sabotage, the inner person, that inner words and so so on from another person. Are you, or maybe you're still in that locked in that relationship? Are you minimizing what their actions are? Are you rationalizing what their actions are? Are you overlooking? Are you overlooking that behavior? Do you blame yourself for what's going on? Do you have a tendency to fight back, if, especially if you're with a toxic person? Now, uh, do you use alcohol, drugs, self-harm for an escape? These are things you can start asking yourself, and this is gonna be the baby steps, because I don't want you to do all of this today, okay? I don't want you to say, okay, Melinda says I got to self, do the self-sabotage, here's her tips, and I'm gonna do it all day. You start breaking down everything I've been talking about. Go way back to my first videos there. You take them off in small chunks. Okay, how do we eat an elephant? Small bites. So we're going to take small chunks, do something every day, or maybe once a week even. Maybe every day might be too much for you. So you wear that rubber band on your wrist. Just start that for a month and see where that goes, and then you do the next step. So right now, it's just getting into that frame of mind where you recognize that you're doing the self-harm and that self-destruction, self self-doubt, and recognizing that you are self-sabotaging yourself is going to go a long way. So that is just start. Now, number two, to remember that it's okay to mess up. It's okay to make mistakes. Things go sideways in life, okay? Every day can't go well, even if you have well-mapped-out plans. And I have done it myself. <laughs> I used to do like little uh, vision board gatherings and even though my well-planned things out, I would forget the markers, there's one time I forgot the magazines, I forgot the poster boards, so even though I had my checklist out, I just ran out the door and I forgot these things. So even well-intentioned planned, well-thought-out plans, life goes sideways. Just go easy on yourself. Learn the lesson take away what you can from the situation or the person but don't go through that list in your head of what if I did this what if I had said this what if I didn't do this don't. It's in the past now. We can't change that. We can't dwell on that past. We can just move forward. We don't want to get stuck in feeling in that village, in that cycle, that village of despair. We want to move in to where there is more joy, that journey. And when you start recognizing these things, guys, this is what I'm talking about. When you start recognizing these patterns that you have, maybe you're verbally abusing your 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 partner even though they are victimizing you, they are making you um, physically abused, uh, mentally abused, emotionally abused, you could still be verbally so doing something too. You could have crap. You need to go ahead and fix yourself. So I mean, there's... I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay so don't go... And think of all the things that you've achieved already. Okay so what are things that have went right? Perhaps you're th- Birthday for your child that turned three. It was magnificent. You're still getting people that remember these things even years later decades later, later. Make a list of these things that you've achieved and look at that list. When you start feeling those things, those times when there's self doubt, when you are um, maybe feeling that you're procrastinating, look at that list of things that you've achieved, okay? And remember that note. Speaking of which, now, when I get down, now. April. She is from the Light Beamers community. Amazing. I've learned a lot about storytelling, about getting into videos. I think it's been, I've been in the group for about two years. Learned amazing things. Always learning something from everybody. Please, I encourage you to seek out positive, inspirational people. They're just normal people. If somebody that you, uh, If it's somebody that you resonate with, just, you know, friend them. And then look at what they're doing. I'm not saying do, and you might fall into that where it's like, wow, look what she's doing. She's not doing, I'm not doing what she's doing. And it's okay not to, it's okay to feel that way a little bit. What are they doing? Can you reach out to that person? I'm getting off track again. Can you reach out to that person and ask them, wow, I really like how you did this. Can I find out what your secret sauce is? They might give you some tips or just kind of mentor you, okay? Of course, there are some people you might get in contact with and what they're going to do is like, well, here's my paid membership club or here is my coaching. That might not be your person, but what can you glean from them maybe that they have for free? I'm all about free and I like that there's so many people that do give away free information. That's really helped me on my own journey. So box, this is a magnificent, beautiful cigar box that I had gotten from the beautiful and talented Miss Mary. Miss Mary is uh, someone that I've gleaned. She's inspirational. She's amazing, beautiful, quilter, crafter. It's like her hand, her fingertips must be gold because everything she touched just comes out amazing. My things might look like a kindergarten did it, you know, stick figures or something like that or things that I just, I put glue on. They don't come out as magnificent as hers. And she, well, I do the vision boards and also other talks at Miss Mary's retreats at Gypsy Soul Retreats in Michigan she we were doing these beautiful boxes where we were going to go ahead and and decoupage them procrastination but I went ahead and I used it for something else Miss April jumping back to April had said that she keeps her cards any little notes and letters that people send her notes of encouragement and this is my encouragement box so anytime that I am feeling down I am feeling blue I will dig through my my box look up cards And see, Miss Mary, if you are watching this, I still have the flowers from this box. I haven't done them. So I'm just, these are just really neat things. I can look through, I can remember, like, oh, wow, I did this. Here's somebody just saying hello. Um, And I can remember things that I've done. A lot of these were from, there were thank yous for the um, masks, because I did masks. And by the way, I still have lots of masks. Um, But I did masks. That's not a plug for the mask. I'm just saying, I've got masks. Um, But these were little notes, inspiration that I find maybe other people had for me, little thank yous, people that just said, hey, I like your video, something like that. So I look at this, but also to use your phone... I'm just giving y'all stuff that's not on my list. Use your phone. Maybe you had somebody that um, sent you just, hey, I was thinking of you. Well, take a screenshot of that. Keep it. Keep it in your gallery, your photos or whatever. So anytime that you're down, look at that. Look at your kindness, little kindness area there. And look at that. And just to remember that these are things that you should be grateful for or that you're not alone. Just remember that someone's out there thinking of you. So... Make a list of gratitude. Now, if you've been following me with the gratitude timer, it's been, I think, close to a month now that we've been doing this, or maybe it has been a month. I'll have to look back. But using that gratitude alarm, ooh, that has been eye-opening. At first, it was like kind of like, oh, no, no, no. And then there was a little while I was like, okay, I'm annoyed. But <laughs> it's okay. Then it takes me back to remember, okay. I am thankful for this, thankful for that, and so on and so on. But recognizing even the smallest things in your life, the good, can really remind you how important it is for these things in your life, the little things in your life again, you have food in your, you know, my mantra I have food in my fridge, I have a car that runs. Uh, maybe someone complimented it on your hair and you said thank you, you took it, you embraced that. Uh, perhaps you got an A on a test, you're going back to school, and so on and so on. Uh, you could take those moments where your day was really crummy, but remember that, write down maybe three things, or maybe it's one, maybe you can't think of three, you're in a in that spot where it's just like. Grr. Think of one thing that you're happy for, one thing that you're grateful for. Uh, maybe this can help you break that negative focus when you focus on something else that's more positive that uh, can serve to remind you of the good things that you have in your life. So number four, that was number three. Now how are you responding to criticism for others? Woo, this one's a big one because I am, okay, so even constructive criticism. I would take it to heart and the reason why is I had, as you know, a toxic relationship. <laughs> I took a lot of those things that he said to heart. Um, any little criticisms, I my tooth, okay. <laughs> my tooth and my bottom teeth too. But they're crooked. I never got braces. It wasn't something that we looked into. They don't hurt or anything, but that's something my ex pointed out. So I would take that criticism to heart. He's like, I don't know why you smile. Your mouth is all crooked. I even went so far as to get my wisdom teeth pulled because he wanted to get me to have my teeth straightened. So I wouldn't smile for the longest time. I, I didn't even do pictures. You see selfies all over the place for me. I did that once I left, kind of like at Mm, 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 mm. look what I'm doing now and then the other part was like I'm not that person that he put me in I have a nice smile and it's not that it's a big-headed thing for myself but it's like I do have a nice smile Mr. Awesome tells me that I do and that started to really just change my perception about myself okay but my old boss Julie from Republic Service is a beautiful Julie she's like amazing lady there's a lot of amazing people in my life and I just really I, I feel very blessed but she shared some constructive criticism with me when I was working at the call center this is well, at least five years ago or so but it hit my inner meaning like a ton of bricks so in my head I'm thinking of all these things as horrible things she saw my face and she's like Melinda you are harder on yourself than you need to be you are your worst enemy and uh, she wasn't sharing information to hurt me she wasn't saying anything horrible uh, but i felt like i failed and i felt like i failed her miserably i had to learn how to respond to criticism criticism both negative and, well-meaning criticism, I had to learn how to tell the difference, because do you do you know the difference? There is a difference between that constructive criticism that's positive and negative. And it doesn't, even if I do still hear it, it might take me just a little bit to, like, it rocks me in my heels a little bit, like, and then I have to process that, like, whoa, okay. And it takes, like, a few seconds just to process that, and, like, hey, they don't mean it like that. They mean it like this. So they're not meant to hurt me. These words, this criticism, it's not meant to hurt me. And there are things that maybe I need to remove or I need to ignore. I need to change my focus. I might need to Pivot. that's a new word the catchphrase for 2020 I need to pivot and do something a little bit different uh, or maybe I need to learn a different way to do things because we can learn new things don't get hung up with there's people that might say uh, especially toxic people um, this is how I've always been and I'm not going to change or I'm too old to change you can change okay you can you can change you can always do that you have to want to though so number five is I I can ignore or remove that negative person in my life. Perhaps it's that person that is just bringing out these things where I am doubting myself, where I am discouraged in myself. So you might have to ignore them. You might have to remove them from your life. Again, this could be just a season. It could be somebody that you work with and you might have to avoid them if you can or just keep it very professional, Uh, but of course if you are in that relationship with somebody Privately, if it's a, a mom or maybe it is your, uh, your partner, you might not be able to choose. You might not be able to walk away right away. It's something you have to choose when you're ready. And is this something that maybe they can change? So let's think about that. It, you might have people that are toxic in your life. It could be that they learn patterns from before, they have to want to change. You can't change them. You can walk with them. Maybe get some counseling. Maybe get um, a journal together. Start this health healing together. But recognizing that pattern. Maybe they don't know they're a bully and so on. Maybe they don't realize that they're being an meanie. Uh, Or they're being a meanie. (laughs) But choosing to walk away, that's your decision. You have to deal with that when you're ready. No one can force you to do that. Even though you may have friends that have seen you struggling with this person in your life and they're like, you know what, you just need to get out on your own or you need to divorce or separate from that person for right now. The people that are looking into your world sometimes can give the best advice, but also can give the best advice that goes to your heart, but they're seeing things that you can't see because you're you're so close to the situation, and they can really give you some great advice. Uh, Some of it, you know, I guess it depends on the person, too, because sometimes you can get well-meaning advice, but if it's coming from a toxic person themselves, it might not sound so well-meaning, but honestly, take everything with a grain of salt, but think about it, too. Think about what they said. Don't... Try not to take it to heart. Again, this is something you have to do slow. It's something that um, it's not going to come right away. It's taken me a long time. And again, you heard that I am still dealing with my own self-sabotage. I do these things. Journal your thoughts. This is number six. Figure out what's triggering your response. And be honest with yourself. Why am I thinking this way? Okay, we'll write something else down. Well, why am I thinking this way? Write something else down. Where did this come from? And so on and so on. And it can really take you back. Maybe this is like um like my situation when I was at Callisto in Chicago, where Miss Sherelle Cotton had said um, that had really she had really hurt my feelings when I had did such a great job doing that reading and I had gotten that award on stage and she had made it like I was um really being like she called it big headed. 70s terms, okay, <laughs> and it really made her upset, and, and it turned my friends, Miss Lisa Caporelli, Miss Kelly Green, back at that time, that was like elementary school, but it turned. she turned them away from me, and it really hurt my feelings, and it really, going forward, and I recognize this later, much later, like in my 30s, that this really was something that still hurt me, even though it was something probably trivial, trivial to you that's watching this right now, but it really, and these things really can hurt you things from kids bullying and not that she bullied me but just that there was something lacking in her life and it made her maybe she was jealous I don't know but it made her act and lash out at me but I had to journal that response I had to think about that response it's like okay this is why I'm doing this this is why I'm doing that declutter number seven Clutter and disorganization, you know, I've talked about this before. It can actually stop you and stall you from moving on or even just planning your life. You might not even want to go home because, you know, you have this pile of laundry and maybe you haven't dealt with the laundry for months. Could it could be that you're living out of the basket. I've done that. I, we've lived out of the basket. I have a basket downstairs. It's like three days old. So, I mean, it's things that we do. I have a, a chair. Now, does anybody else have a chair in your room or a piece of exercise equipment? Mm-mm. That's suddenly like taking on this big monster like Jabba the Hut. It's my laundry that needs to be hung up or needs to be put in the drawers. And it's just like this big mountain. And it's like, please don't touch the mountain or Jabba's going to fall over. Declutter, organization. Um throwing things out that no longer serve you about every 3 to 6 months I go through my closet, I go through drawers, I go through shelves. Sometimes it's maybe a year, but I'll go through these things. If we haven't used them, uh I'll pitch them. Like we have a we want to get this Airbnb going sometime. And so I have like a pile of things <laughs> that's sitting there and I look at that every so often like I keep saying that's going for the Airbnb. It might just have to go towards our donation pile just to get rid of that. And once you start decluttering and planning things, get your planner out, start putting that stuff in your planner, self-care. Remember you're gonna take that bath, set your timer for five minutes for meditation, set your timer for journaling, whatever it is, schedule it in on your calendar. But once you start putting that stuff on calendar, once you start putting yourself into motion with doing the decluttering, the organization, even sweeping can take away a lot of that old energy. You know, I'm all about energy too. So once you start doing this and moving that, you're going to notice there'll be a shift. It's just the most interesting thing. There'll be a shift to where things will start coming in. Good thoughts, opportunities might start coming your way and you just, you might not even recognize it right away, but these things can open up and even lift your mood. I love clean sheets. I'm all about clean sheets. I make love making my bed and getting clean sheets It's just something awesome about getting into a bed that has clean sheets in after I've had my shower. But again, if you dread going home because that maybe it's a toxic person in your life, perhaps it's a sink full of dishes, maybe your house hasn't been vacuumed, you haven't cleaned up, kids toys can even stop you in your tracks too. put a timer start getting started for 15 minutes see tackle a room a week tackle a room a day whatever it is to start decluttering or just cleaning up do it in small chunks that's why i say use a timer i love my timer and uh, get those kids involved again if you don't know how to clean maybe you were never taught how to pick up or how to declutter or how to organize YouTube is great information for that, really and truly. There's blogs, there are probably even TikToks for different ways to organize. And I know there was that one not too long ago, last year, last Christmas, that came on for organization too. Look into something like that. You will be amazed, okay? You really will. You'll be amazed at what starts opening up for you. Once you start decluttering, you'll feel a lot lighter. There might be piles, maybe someone's passed on, and it's been a year, six months, a year, or two, or longer, and you haven't dealt with that that loss. You can also take a time to grieve. Maybe you're divorced, separated, maybe you left that abuser, you can look at these things and um, donate them to somewhere that, or a family member or somebody that can use them. Um, There's just different ways you can handle that, of course, but do grieve while you're doing that if you need to. It's okay to cry. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to get mad, Um, but try not to put it off. Just keep going in order, again, to keep that energy going. Now, number eight, find a healthy outlet for, and I know this is long, I didn't mean it to be, but it's really long. Um, Find a healthy outlet for coping with your issues, with the stress, with the self-doubt, with the self-sabotage. Crossword puzzle and uh, do word search. Love word searches. Try in or even like those um, hidden pictures. I love hidden pictures. They've got them, the apps you can do the hidden pictures. Coloring, find a hobby, read a book. Now, maybe you, I, and I talked to different survivors and they are, hold on a second, they are like, a, I have no hobbies, I have no interests. I want to be a mom, I want to be a girlfriend. I want to be a wife. You had interests, you had hobbies before you met that person. Okay? So what is it? Maybe you are so focused on I have to jump into another relationship because and I there are people out there like that and I know because you're lonely or whatever, but find a different option for coping with the stress, for coping with the loneliness even join an online group. Find again a hobby. Go for a walk. Mindfulness, meditation. Um, Get a pet. You know, if you're a pet person. If you're not a pet person, by all means, don't get a pet. Um, But try something different. Involve the kids. Do a family game night. And you might be. Well, we're not a family anymore. My husband's not there. Okay, I know. Well, I'm saying this out of love for you. Get off the pity bus. Okay. Um, There are some ladies out there, and I've mentioned this before, that will. I left my ex in 2009, 2010 I met a few ladies and we've reconnected. I've checked with them on and off. They're still in the same state. They're still and I don't mean that literally like Illinois or Kentucky. They're still in that same place. That same village, remember the Village of Despair? They're still in that village. They haven't moved on. They are still feeling sorry for themselves. They're still feeling like a victim. They haven't moved on at all. They haven't journaled when I mentioned it recently. Hey, have you started journaling? No, I don't do that sort of thing. And, but yet they're looking at me saying, well, how did you do this? I'm telling you how I did it, but you're not listening. And I can't force you. I can't make you. But I also can't keep on because I know my energy gets down when I'm talking with them. I start feeling really sad. But you gotta change that energy, and I can't make you do it. You have to come onto that realization of your own that you don't want to be in that place anymore. You want to move on. You want to bring happiness and love. And you, you, I know there's some again the same person out there, same couple people. They're like, well, I keep finding these losers. I can't seem to find love, I can't find anybody. Once you start opening yourself up, once you start that healing journey, once you start admitting admitting even maybe crap that you have because in a relationship it takes two. So maybe there is some baggage you need to unload too. Take responsibility for your own junk. You might have to do that in order to start those doors open for a relationship that's a positive relationship, recognizing the red flag so you don't end up in another relationship that's bad. So once you start taking care of that, and start opening those windows, opening your heart even. Pray, dig into the Bible, ask God about it. Those doors are gonna fly open and I can't begin to tell you, it's just amazing. Um, Nine, don't be surprised if drama, are you on the drama bus? If drama follows you, it seems like, I'm never without drama. You might not even realizing that subconsciously that maybe you were in a chaotic environment before, chaotic relationship. But maybe you've never learned how to be free of that chaos. So you look for chaos. You might be gossipy. You might be uh, picking fights with somebody because you've never learned how to step away from conflict. You've never learned how to get out of those negative situations. And once you get out, and I admit this, when I first left my ex for at least, I would say, six months it almost felt like it was addictive. I needed to talk to him or I needed to reach out to him or I needed to, to kind of poke the bear. And But realizing that wasn't healthy, that I didn't need, that was something that no longer served me, that chaos, that drama, it no longer served me. But also to get away from that news, get away from that dr- gossip, get away from the things that were maybe like angry, angry music, heavy metal music, or really Um, explicit language rap or other types of music that's just, even some of our our modern music is very explicit and it can be angry, angry towards women, angry towards men, Um, the news, media, social media. um, Just in general, you might have to not look at a newspaper, but get away from it, because a lot of that is drama. And you don't need it, especially if you're on the self-healing journey. You might, and and take a peek of the people that you are with. Um, Who are, who is your circle? There are, look at your six people that you have. Are they positive? Are they uplifting to you? Are they supporting you and vice versa? Or, you know, are they, do they have negative habits? Maybe they are uh, chronic drinkers, maybe they're doing a lot of drugs and it's not like CBD or if they're doing medicinal marijuana I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking maybe they're addicted to video games and that's all they do And maybe they're stagnant. Maybe you're starting to make tri- strides, and they might put you down. Are they doing that to you? Oh, you you might have gotten an A on that test. but they'll be like yeah, that's no big deal You know, who is your tribe? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Do you really want to be surrounded with a person like this? Do you want them, if you have kids, do you want your kids to be exposed to a person like this? Maybe they have a potty mouth or so on. And even that, try, and I've put this out there before, try not cursing. Do it for a day. Do it for a week. I'm going to challenge y'all. Do it for a month. And see the differences. What does your body experience? Maybe when someone says different words and they're just normal conversation, maybe they're not saying the F-U word because they mean it, take it to heart, maybe it's just something rather flippant. But see how what your body experiences. My body is like inner cringing. I, I don't like that. It, but, you know, not that I haven't said the F word. Not that I don't say sugar, honey, iced tea. It's not that I don't say those words, especially if I stub my toe, but my friend Amanda says sweet baby Jesus or something. Like that, you know, she she's amazing, speaking life into my words when I stub my toe or something like that, but um, yeah, that's just again a lot of this stuff. I'm rambling, and I didn't mean to make this long. I should have just made this in separate eleven different videos, but I didn't. So number ten, comparing yourself to other. There we go again. That's a comparison. And I've mentioned that before. So your journey is going to be different than mine. Okay, so don't look at mine and be envious. Don't look at mine and copy me. I I did this myself, okay? I I admit it. When I first started on my journey, uh, social media, especially Instagram. Instagram is notorious. You see these beautiful pictures. You see these beautiful houses. um, And go to the holidays right now. Everything looks perfect. Well, I'm sorry. You're not going to see perfect in my house. You're not going to see me perfect. I don't do the makeup thing, so there's no perfect makeup on. Um, but rather than envying and copying, and I just mentioned this a little bit ago, find out what that person's doing, if they're being successful in business, if they look like they're rearing their children in a positive manner. Ask what they're doing. What are you doing to your with your children? They always look happy. They always seem very excited. And you guys always seem to be doing something together um, and enjoying each other's company. What are you doing? <laughs> So ask. Um, it, it's a compliment to them, okay? It really and truly it's a compliment to somebody when they you, you get that. They say, I really like what you're doing. So uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for feedback. Again, ask that person. The power of asking is amazing. It can go a real long way. So make a list. You know, I'm all about lists, timers, and so on. What do you want to accomplish? What do you want for your life? How do you want your life to look? What are your dreams? What steps can you start taking in order to improve them? When you have that inner meaning come out, when you start thinking of that procrastination, when you recognize those patterns, what can you now start doing towards stopping that? So when you're doing that procrastination, what can you do? What steps can you do in order to do that? Can you find somebody that can hold you accountable to this? Get a mentor, uh, get a friend involved to help you. Maybe on your journey, maybe it's a business journey, maybe it's uh, cleaning, you don't know how to clean. So ask a friend, hey, you know, your house really looks neat, nice and neat. What do you do? Can you come over and help me? Um, and ask, don't be afraid to ask. Uh, so. Number 11, I'm gonna go ramble on but I'm not, I don't want to. Number 11 is don't forget to reward yourself, okay? So celebrate those small wins. Maybe you took a shower, maybe you wash clothes, maybe you put a bra on today. Perhaps you did a marathon without passing out. Uh, Perhaps you finally went to the courthouse and got that protective order or asked that toxic person for a divorce. Or maybe it's a mom and dad and you are leaving them, leaving that house for a season or breaking off from that relationship. Whatever it is, celebrate now, that celebration can look like you don't have to have a night on the town unless you want to. It could be taking a nice hot bubble bath or Epsom salt bath or detox bath. It could be that you go buy a new outfit. It could be that you just look in the mirror and look into your eyes and say, you're awesome. You did this. I'm proud of you. Maybe you talk it over with a friend. And maybe you have a movie night. You treat yourself out to a dark chocolate candy bar uh, for me buying office supplies. I love office supplies. I love new office supplies. This one's my favorite. I got this many years ago. Isn't it awesome? But I love office supplies. <laughs> I don't know why. Ugh. Invite family and friends into your news. Do, don't keep it to yourself. Tell social media. And I know I did this myself. I would I wouldn't do that because, again, going back to my friend back in grade school, I thought this was bragging. And I even did that when I was on the magazine cover. Recently, I didn't want to tell people that I was even taking the picture because I was taken back to that, and I didn't, and this is recent, and I didn't want anyone to think I was being braggy or trying to show off, so I I withheld that information, and I also didn't want to kind of jinx it, not that I really put a lot of stink, a lot of stock in jinxing, but I didn't want to... Like, I didn't want to encourage any bad mojo and and juju with that. So I didn't, I kept it to myself. I didn't tell my family. I I didn't tell anybody. Mr. Awesome, of course, my daughter. Um, But tell people your news. Let them celebrate with you. And it's not, they want to know the good news. We have so much that's out there right now that is bad or heated or really just nasty. Good news. Sprinkle that in and let other people celebrate that with you. And that other makes other people feel good for you. And it might make them feel good for themselves. It also can take, and I know I've done this myself, when I've seen somebody that sprinkled on some good news, it's like I've been waiting to do that and I haven't done it yet. And it's not like I look at them like, oh, well, they did it before me. It's more like, okay, Melinda, you got to do this. You got to get your butt out there and really i had to write a letter recently and i've been putting it off putting it off well i finally i had someone send me a text and about this particular letter and it's like yeah i really need to do this i'm so glad that you reminding me, I really need to do this. So take that leap, take that step, tell people your plans, let them celebrate your progress with you. If you're going to school, put it on there where you got that GPA of 4.0, put it on there, just celebrate that. I hope you found some other things that are helpful for you. Now, Now, uh, let me look at this. Hold on my infograph. Let me get that out real quick, and then I'm going to end this. So 12 signs, again, of procrastination is not even trying, procrastinating, self-sabotage that is, procrastinating, not even trying, Uh, looking for an easy way out, an exit, finding an excuse, maybe blaming others why you can't get going, Uh, getting close to your goal, and then maybe you stop. I've done that. Uh, You might use excuses while excuses that really aren't true Uh, you might mask your your emotions you might overindulge again you might use drugs and alcohol during this time so you you can't feel this you might be really numb you can feel fake maybe you don't feel good enough unworthy of success that's a big one too you might not feel worthy about that and I've done that myself relying on a negative story About myself and telling myself that inner meaning coming out, so I don't really believe in myself or believe in my abilities. To have maybe I'm setting the goal and the bar too high, maybe uh, this is unrealistic, and so I just don't do that. Maybe I start arguments, Uh, maybe I feel bored. Demand that people, and I'm going my infographs, not mine, it's the one I found. Comparing yourself to others again, using that judgment and, and excuses not to start, demanding how people demanding that how people around you act or the way that something is done, only it doesn't happen the way you want it. So I mean, you planning well mapped out plans, it doesn't exactly go your way. Uh, comparison again, I mentioned that twice now. Not keeping your word, not honoring yourself—that's a big one. Honor yourself. Keep those boundaries. Don't lose those boundaries. Bring and being in the, those unhealthy relationships—that that's big. Don't. You know try to start recognizing these things I've got one more let's see if it's kind of the same and then I'm gonna end because it's way too long Melinda and see self-criticism criticizing your what's going on this one's tiny I can barely read that and I don't want you to see up my nose I've got bifocals so if you see me go do this a lot it's because I have bifocals and they're supposed to help but sometimes they don't self-criticism. I might just put this one down there. Again, it's at self-doubt. It's at negativity. Not believing yourself. Um, just having these negative thoughts about yourself. Uh, that imposter syndrome. Uh, let's see. You might even initiate some conflicts there. Things just seem out of focus. Blah, 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 blah. Or even question your purpose. I didn't even see this one. People self-sabotage always ask what the purpose is in life. And you don't feel worthy. And yet I've done this myself, not feeling adequate. And I have mentioned this before and I truly believe that the Lord has stitched on our heart our purpose in life. Now what mine looks like is different than yours. And every time I question mine. I'm like, okay, I don't feel like doing this, doing the videos for the rest of my life. I don't want to do this. Is this all there is, Lord? Come on, you know, why can't I be this this um, million-dollar babe that is CEO with her feet on her desk right now, overlooking the ocean? Of course, in real life, that's not me, so that's why that's not happening. But... I think to myself, okay, well, this is my purpose. Well, then the Lord, remember tag? Remember my video tag? The Lord goes ahead and he will send somebody my way. And yesterday I had validation again. Anytime that self-doubt comes up, it creeps up. The Lord just went ahead and I had two people reach out to me. Actually, three people that reached out to me that says, you know what? You're doing a good job. And sometimes you need to hear that because I don't always get feedback on videos or things I post. So, you know, I, that self-doubt, that self-criticism, my inner meaning was coming out. So again, I, I do this stuff a lot myself. And it, it's something I'm working on. So that was really nice. It was like a crying day for me yesterday because it just really made me feel good. And it made me feel that, again, my purpose that was stitched on my heart, this is what I was supposed to do and uh, to keep going forward and not to stop. So this is Melinda. I am... S- signing off and I don't know if any of this resonated with you I hope you gleaned some tips uh, maybe are inspired to start your own healing journey uh, I encourage you to please do so if you need a mentor a, a somebody to help you I want to do this in my group in the survival cafe um, I want to try and get some maybe mentorship there with the ladies there's some ladies that are on a further journey but when we connect even if you are, let's say, five years out of your on your journey, on your healing journey. Maybe you just left. Well, that person that's five years, they might have some big tips and suggestions for you. But on the other side, you might have some wonderful sprinkles of wisdom that you can provide to them. You might not even realize it. So this is Melinda. I'm going to sign on off. And I'm not going to say share my video because there is a particular group that I've been trying to share my things on and it kind of irks me. I mean, we're going to speak my truth, but I'm not, uh, wink, wink, mention their name. And anytime, like yesterday, my video for three tips for, you know, the three excuses that I hear for not doing self-care, they wouldn't, they're almost always denying my stuff because it's always, yesterday's thing was, well, we can't share your video because in your video you said, oh, can you share your video? So they said, sorry, it's rejected. I don't know why I keep bothering with that group. Well, I know why, because I know there's a lot of encouragement that I can give to, they've got thousands of members, and it's not that I want those thousands of members, but I know there's a lot of women out there, not to make myself big-headed again, but just, I know they can hear some of these these things. And um, like even interviews that I've had with other people, they won't allow me to share them. It kind of irks me. I don't even know why I stay in the group. <laughs> Anyway, I'm rambling, this is Melinda, I'm signing off. Hope you have a great rest of your day and um, I'm gonna turn my frown upside down. I'm gonna go finish my coffee and talk to Mr. Awesome. Breathe. Just breathe. Don't forget to tune in on Tuesday. I will have the beautiful Candace on. She is like the maven of meditation. She is coming on. Everything can be solved with meditation. You know, just like my kids always joke with me every time that they're sick. I always say, oh, you have to have some honey. Where's the honey? <laughs> honey, and then I forgot what else. There's something else that I always tell them and they always joke every time they're sick. They're like, oh, don't tell them garlic. Garlic and honey. Um, mm-hmm. Don't tell mom you're sick. She can not give you garlic or honey. So, you know, everything can be solved with garlic. You know, you got a, um, you're feeling a crisis in life. Oh, take some honey. Take some garlic. (laughs) That's my kids always tease me. But with Miss Candace, she's just, she's explained meditation in a way, and even like the law of abundance, attraction, and prayer, and so on, in such a way that it's been really eye-opening to me just recently and um, I really am very pleased and very honored that she's coming on Tuesday. That is 3 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm going to do that on StreamYard. If you're going to participate, if you want to ask her questions, please give StreamYard per- permission in advance if you can. And uh, so you can, we can see who you are. And also so we can know who we're talking to. (laughs) Otherwise, I will be on Facebook going back and forth. But if you can, if you feel comfortable being on that uh, video chat with us, that would be great. It would really work out, make things run a lot smoother. So again, for real, this time I'm logging off. Have a great rest of your day. If you stayed with me the whole video, God bless you. (laughs) Even if you didn't, God bless you anyway. Be safe. Thanks for joining me. Bye.